Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back, folks. Let's talk about something good that's about to occur. And uh, I must commend the Cantrell administration, and hopefully uh, this program that they're about to embark on, that, they, that we stay focused and we stay consistent and we stay aggressive on this issue. And this is relative to the homeless camps that we have across the city but more importantly, right as you come off the interstate and you get on the down ramp in so many locations and you end up in the middle of a homeless camp. And I've said, and you've heard me say this over and over again, human nature is the first impression is the lasting impression. And if you drive from the Louis Armstrong International Airport to the city of New Orleans and if all you see is garbage and this and that and graffiti and the whole nine yards, and then you take the first exit and you find yourself in the middle of a homeless camp, that whole experience of coming to the city of New Orleans, and we have a lot to offer, we truly do, it's just tarnished. That's just new human nature. you got to put your best foot forward. We're in the competition business. We are competing against the Austins, the Nashvilles, the, the uh, Charlotte, uh, Atlanta, Houston, and so many others. And we have things that are uniquely different here to offer. But if the experience starts off on the wrong foot, it's hard to catch up. In some cases, it doesn't, doesn't even matter how good you are. It's hard to get back. And that's why I'm excited about this. I'm excited for the city, and hopefully it's going to work. It's a different way of approaching this. It's been tried and tested in the city of Houston. First, the mayor hired someone who's focusing on this and this alone, and that's Nathaniel Fields' Office of Homeless Services and Strategy. That's the first step. The second step is they went out and they hired a consultant who... Uh, has done this in a number of different cities in creating a business model around addressing homelessness. Her name is uh, Mandy Chapman Semple. She has the Clutch Consulting Group. What they're doing is 
an effort to bring together the not-for-profit community to gain a better under for them and educate help educate them and gain a better understanding of how there's a lot of over overlap on the fringes of the services that are being offered by these individual organizations this is not easy to do you're asking each one of them to think outside of themselves and to gain a better understanding how collectively and collaboratively they can come together and kind of have a gatekeeper who's going to document which path that individuals that need services will take in order to satisfy the needs so that we can get them out of tents, off our streets, and into housing. And housing is the key. Permanent supportive housing is the language that's used, and that and that's the key. You have some folks that legitimately really want to get off the street. You have others that don't. You have you have some folks that you'll. I've read a lot about this. You've seen interviews conducted. How long have you lived in a tent? Twenty years, and I wouldn't have it any other way. It's hard to affect change for that individual will we eliminate homeless camps no can we minimize them yes and that's the goal in bringing the not-for-profit communities together garnering the financial and political oomph that they have pulling the wagon in the same direction making sure that each group understands that maybe even just the fringes of the services that they're providing can help and facilitate and minimize the impact of homelessness in the city of New Orleans. We need to get behind this endeavor. We need to support it. We need to be the cheerleaders for it. In fact, this Friday, they're going to remove that homeless encampment um, at the uh, at the bottom of the exit there at Chapatulas, which everybody takes when they're going to um, to get to get into the warehouse district, to get to the cruise ships. A lot of folks, myself included, coming from Metairie, uh, get to. Uh, the uptown area, the garden district, some of the restaurants in, in that area along Magazine Street and and other places. And, you know, so it's, it's, we're embarking on this, the city is, that is, and they've put out the notices that this is going to happen on, on the 17th, which is this Friday. Um, their item, the items that are there, they're going to temporarily store them if the homeless want to, you know, regain their items. There's going to be outreach workers provided for help that will coordinate the services, but hopefully they're going to be gone. They're going to come back. There's no doubt about it. And that's why hopefully we stay focused and committed to this. The unfortunate thing is that it's going to cost money. And, you know, we're going to have to expend some dollars in order, in order to do this. Uh, but this is one where I, I think that 
the right investment in the right way at the right time is critical. Uh, there is a grant that's being provided for. Um, I'm not always happy about these these grant opportunities. You have to have the ability to receive them. You've heard me talk about that a lot. Um, but I also am a little creates a little angst and anxiety for me too, because uh, in many cases we get lazy, and we become what I call a a, a beggar organization, where without the federal assistance, we're not able to continue these programs, keep them up and running, and keep them um, alive and well and making a difference. And this grant is nothing to sneeze at. It's $15 million federal grant from the Department of Housing and Urban Development. Um, and the whole goal is reducing unsheltered homelessness. And this program uh, will provide or these dollars will provide enough sustenance over the next three years to house 420 people that will put a pretty good dent in the homeless community that we have here today. The question is, is that in other cities, too, uh, that have had uh, initial grants and then they had continuing grants, a lot, a lot of those folks, Houston being one, Houston cut its homeless population by nearly two-thirds utilizing this type of program. In fact, Ms. Semple was involved in, in the Houston program. And they have had huge successes. In fact, um, its homeless population, uh, has they've driven it, their homeless population by 64%, including just this past year, which is post-COVID, a 17% reduction. Now, they coordinate their public policy, to give an example of how broad this is, with 100 different nonprofits that they've had this agreement and they've come together, they're working together, they understand that a lot of what is in their, their main path that, of what they do is not directly targeted at homelessness, but they're understanding that a lot of what they do in the periphery can help. And they've agreed to come together in that way in order to take this kind of what they describe as a tag team approach uh, and the coalition for the homelessness uh, which the lead agency for this collective effort which is called the way home so this has been done in other jurisdictions it is proven to be fruitful they've had evidence-based outcomes that are pretty significant and you, you cannot um, turn your head on on some of the outcomes that they've had and as I said before it, it's not a question of elimination it's almost a question of getting to some acceptable not acceptable but tolerable level because um, you you know it's, this is very dynamic it, it you got people coming in people going out and it's always changing one of their concerns in a most recent article that I read about this is much what I have said about this federal funding. And they're hoping that they can keep this together, 
because their major source has been federal money to run the daily operations, uh, you know, of what they've been doing. Um, this money they've been put on notice is going to end soon. So they're nervous. They just they're in the middle of a mayoral election right now there. Uh, they're concerned about whether or not this is going to continue to be a primary focus of local government and whether or not they're going to have and be able to backfill as it relates to funding. And, you know, oftentimes when we receive these types of monies and we engage in these programs, uh, from day one we ought to be thinking about how we're going to be able to sustain these programs three years from today. And the only option cannot be going back to the federal government. It just can't be. And that's what I mean about being uh, a beggar operation. You get cozy, you get comfortable, and you get lazy when you have this federal money coming your way. In a moment in time that you have to transition to local resources in order to keep it going, more often than not, what I've seen is failure. Because we have our eye on the wrong ball. If we're going to be wedded to this type of approach, and especially if we start having successes, we need to support it. As a community, as a not-for-profit community, as a business community, everybody has to be behind it. I complain about it. You complain about it. We're critical of it. You're critical of it. Well, when there's a program that comes to us that has had success in other areas, we need to, for certain, in the short term, embrace it until it shows otherwise that they're not serious about what they're doing. So that's the whole impetus for me talking about this this morning. We should celebrate the fact that we're about to embark upon this endeavor. We should embrace this endeavor, we should support this endeavor, and we should pray that it's going to be successful. We'll be right back. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 